as the season goes on, my skills get stronger. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I'm able to digest more and more games that are current, bro. So I get stronger. I like the money, bro. But like you say, that I'm better than you. You guys thought you guys were better than me. You're not better than me. All right, everybody. Welcome to the sports edition of the Late Night Early Morning Show. I'm here with Adam on the phone. What's going on, Adam? Going on, man. Nothing, man. Uh, so how'd you do last week? I did pretty good. I did pretty good in some leagues. But uh, once again, I fell short in our in our league. But like I said, it's, it's the team. If you look at the team on paper right now, it looks pretty stacked. Cause I got like Brandon Marshall. I got Josh Gordy now I can plug in there. It's got Megatron. I mean, it's just LaShawn McCoy. I mean, that team's really good. Now, I mean, after injuries and guys not performing at the right time, but it is what it is. It is what it is. No quarterback. I started Ryan Mallet in that league as well, in, in uh, the fantasy league that I'm in with a couple of your buddies. But Ryan Mallet did pretty good. I actually said he was a super sleeper last week with kind of reach down. He, he was a good pickup and start. He's actually going to progress. I still like Ryan Mallet this week too, but... Ryan Mouth's a good quarterback if you don't have one. And then I have another quarterback as a sleeper, and I'll go over that in a little bit with you, too. Yeah, but there's one thing that I wanted to ask you. You know, this week is, what, week 12 in fantasy? And in week yep. 12 in fantasy, I don't know how other fantasy teams work, but I know in our league, um, playoffs are starting now. I don't know if that's how it is in normal leagues or the normal way guys do it is that in week 12 the playoff starts. Is that abnormal or is that normal? You know what? In those are, I'm going to be honest with you. In amateur leagues, week 12, that, that, I mean, that's amateur because what happens is that I notice a lot of things. Amateur leagues, I'm going to point out some things. If your trade deadline, trade deadline is going to end on Friday, your league is amateur. The trade deadline should be week nine, week, week nine, the beginning of week nine. That's the, all the leagues I know because what that does, it eliminates you know, the legit players from the weak players. Because what happens if you wait till later, I mean, what was the confidence in the team that you traded for, Rich, I mean, that you had originally that you drafted? Right. You know, what, why would you have to trade so late for? It's basically you're trying to recycle your team to make it better. I don't like that. And then also, too, what you're talking about, the playoffs starting already in week 12. I mean, I noticed that in your league, and that was kind of weird to me. I've never seen that before. And I also noticed that six teams make the playoffs. Right. which is 50% of the league, that's kind of lame. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand, like, oh, team number one and team number two get a bye, mm-hmm. but, I mean, the players are still going to play, so that really doesn't benefit you. I mean, it does, but, I mean, what happens if a guy gets hurt? It's not like it doesn't affect your fantasy team. It does. So I, I've never believed in that. I've always thought, you know, especially in leagues like that, like ESPN, Yahoo, um, ESPN, like, a lot of people want to, you know, Six teams make the playoffs. Like, that's kind of weird to me. It's weird, and then the right. two teams get five. I mean, if you're in a legit league, like I said, I mean, a lot of people don't know you stack wins throughout mm-hmm. the season, and then the top four make the playoffs. But that's out of like a 12 team league. And then, or if it's like a smaller league, then only two make it, or you stack points throughout the year. But I, I just never been a fan like that because what happens sometimes you might play another team, which is a strong team, and you only play them once. But I think that's why they, they structured your league like that. Because I noticed in your league, you play everybody once. Mm-hmm. Which right. is with the that's 11 exactly games. Right, right, right. Which right, is, right. I understand. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's basically, I mean, the league's going to end. I, 
12, 13, 14, and by week 14, it'll be over. So like, every- to me, it's just like, I don't know. That's usually the beginning of playoffs. Week fourteen, right? So everybody's um, everybody's gearing up, man. Everybody's gearing up to, you know, head into their uh, playoffs, or you know, unfortunately, the league that we we are a part of, um, our team didn't make it to the playoffs. So yeah, unless unless I saw something wrong where everybody makes the playoffs, I've seen, yeah. I've seen leagues like that. I mean, what is this? The NBA? No, no, everybody no. Everybody makes the playoffs. <laughs> okay, so um, coming up on on the playoffs and everything, talk about some quarterbacks and some picks that you had in the back in your back pocket. Go ahead and speak on that, brother. You know, like I said, there's a lot of obvious guys going on this week. Of course, you got luck. The last time we played the Jaguars, he toasted them. Of course, you got Aaron Rodgers. The only problem with Aaron Rodgers right now is that he never plays four quarters. He goes out there, he rips teams up, and then the fourth quarter he's got a jacket on and he's relaxing. So those are the obvious ones, of course. But let's get into some guys that you might be on the fence about or a good sleeper. Let's see. Joe Flacco on Monday night. He's going against the Saints. Like I told you last week, I'm not a fan of the Saints defense. They break down from time to time. And Joe Flacco's got a big arm, cannon of an arm, one of the best arms in the NFL. Considering that he's got Steve Smith and Torrey Smith on the outside, and the same secondary garbage, they're going to take some chances down the field. So he's going to put up he's going to put up some nice stats. I want to say Joe Flacco is going to throw for about 325, and he's going to get up about either two or three touchdowns. He'll probably throw a pick in there because, you know, Joe Flacco, he likes taking shots. He's a good start this week, which is Joe Flacco. That's somebody who's kind of flying under the radar. Mm-hmm. I would start Joe Flacco. Uh, another guy that I like that's a, like a super sleeper, I like Brian, Brian Hoyer this week. He's got Atlanta, and Atlanta's kind of, you know, they're getting healthier. They're, they're getting a little bit stronger, but at the same time, I mean, Josh Gordon's coming back. So with Josh Gordon coming back, Rand Hoyer's kind of played in, like, you know, average. That takes his game to a whole nother level, having Josh Gordon, one of the top fantasy receivers from last year. So look for Brian Hoyer to have a nice game. I want to say he's going to throw three touchdowns. I like the Cleveland-Atlanta game, fantasy-wise. I, I could see a lot of points going down. That that game might be uh, one of those type of games where it kind of might start off slow, and all of a sudden the points are just going to start piling in. Right. So I like Brian Hoyer. That, that's, a, that's a strong speaker right there. So I like that one too. Uh, another quarterback that I do like too, two of them that would be crazy, is Josh McCown and Jake Cutler. I like both of these guys. Oh, this game is going to be a shootout. This game's going to be one of the highest scoring games of the week. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're you're, yeah. you're saying that that the Chicago Bears and Buccaneers game is going to be a high scoring game? Are yes, you saying are you saying that because they they both suck, or what are you? Yeah, what are you... I'm I'm saying that because both defenses are horrible. Okay, and let's take a look at this. Josh McCown is going to try to prove something to the Chicago Bears and saying, "Hey, you shouldn't ever let me go." You know, this is you know I'm a good player. You know, I'm going to throw the ball up there, which he does. And considering that, let's take a look. Both tight ends are over six foot. Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey, Mike Evans, which has been tearing up the league, is, is tearing it up. He's badass. And then you got Vincent Jackson. All those guys look like they play for the Lakers. Everybody's, like, taller than 6'4". So there's going to be a lot of, you know, a lot of play action. Go deep. I'm going to check it up to you. It's going to be a, basically a game of three flights up. Mm-hmm. You know, whoever right. gets the first three flights is going to win that game, but there's going to be a lot of fantasy points. You know, I like a lot of guys in that game. Like I said, it's going to be the highest scoring uh, point of the of the week. Easy. That's okay. that game. Okay. And the over-under, I would take the over, guaranteed. And what about any running backs or wide receivers? You got that for me? 
Yeah, running backs, you know what? Like I said, you know, you kind of go with Matt Forte, Eddie Lacy, McCoy. Those are obvious ones. But a guy that you might be on the fence about is Frank Gore. Start him against the Redskins. There's so many problems about the Redskins, and I'll get into that a little bit later. But Frank Gore is going to be money this week. Frank Gore hasn't hit the century mark in a while. Look for him to go over 100 yards, guaranteed this week. Another guy that I like, I mean, yeah, he's been a waiver, wire, darling, whatever you want to call him, C.J. Anderson. Okay, let's take a look at his matchup. He's got Miami, so that's questionable. Okay, Miami's really tough. Their defense is pretty hard-nosed. But considering no Emmanuel Sanders and Julian Thomas, I mean, he's the only option for Peyton Manning. You know, and then Monte Ball pulled his growing last week again. There's not too many options there right now. A lot of guys, key guys are hurt. Yeah, a lot, a lot of key guys are hurt. They're down and out, and Peyton Manning's going to have to rely on, uh, on C.J. Anderson to catch a lot of checkdowns. Like I said, 150 yards, all-purpose, and he's going to get in the end zone. I, I like those numbers. He's going to have a nice fantasy week. He hasn't really paid off the last week that everybody was ranting and raving over him, but this is the week he's going to pay off because the opportunities are going to be there big time for him. Now, a super sleeper, like, oh, wow, well, those guys I know already, I got another one for you. This one, a lot of people, I, I mean, as soon as Ahmad Bradshaw went down, I knew to get Dan Heron off the waiver wire, and I'll tell you why. Personally, I'm connected to the guy. He plays for the Cincinnati Bengals. He's from Ohio State. He's a Buckeye. He was a special teams ace for us out of Cincinnati. We had to cut him because we had Cedric Pierman, and then we had Jeremy Hill, which is carrying up the league as well, and we had Giovanni Bernard. This guy's a good player. We had to cut him because there was no more room on our roster. Mm-hmm. He falls to Indianapolis. Now he's gaining his opportunity. Dan Heron for the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, Trent Richardson's basura, garbage. He's no good, man. Okay. So look for Dan Heron to kind of, he's going to have a so-so game this week, and he'll be a, a stronger waiver wire pickup for next week where he'll go to the sprint of the row. But, I mean, he's only going to get probably about 10 to 12 carries this week. He, I mean, touches overall. He'll probably get about seven points in fantasy standard leagues. But then the following week, boom, the arrival of Dan Heron, he'll be the starter. Considering that they didn't pick up Ben Tate today, off of waivers, shows you they have a lot of confidence in Trent Richardson and Dan Heron this week. They didn't pick up anybody. They didn't make any moves after Ahmad Bradshaw got hurt. Why? They know if Trent Richardson can't get the job done, they know Dan Heron will. It's Dan Boom Heron. That, that guy's a super sleeper. I like that guy a lot. I can tell you, I got a lot of connections with that guy. I watched a lot of preseason games with the Cincinnati Bengals, Dan Heron. Okay. Anything, anything else before we get into the bum of the week? You know what? I was going to go over to the uh, wide receivers. Go ahead. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So, some wide receivers. Now, in the beginning, the very first podcast I was on, I told you about Josh Gordon. This is where it all pays off. It's not going to pay off for me in this league, but in other leagues, it is going to pay off for me. A lot of people were saying, oh, well, Josh Gordon, I don't know if I can keep him on my bench for this long. If you manage to keep him on your bench and you're in contention, he's going to raise your game up a little bit. You know, it's like... It's like you're out there playing basketball and you ain't got no Kobe's on or, or no MJ's. If you're out there just some regular Nikes, well, guess what? You got MJ's and Kobe's on. You're taking your game to a whole other level. Josh Gordon is a beast. He's going to – I want to say he'll score 10 points this week in standard leagues, but the following week he's going to get stronger. They say he's in great shape. All reports coming out of Cleveland is that he's looking great. He's, he's, he's following protocol. He's doing everything correctly. Look for Josh Gordon – to tear up the league. He's going to do it. He's one of the best receivers in the league. Why would you not stash this guy on your bench? I couldn't believe a lot of people how they felt like, oh, maybe I'll pick him up later on. No, you should have picked him up right away. 
In order to pick them up in your league, it's going to benefit big time. Okay. Another wide receiver that I left this week, what happened to Steve Smith? Steve Smith was, you know, gone. We haven't seen him like in two or three weeks. I like Steve Smith to come back and bounce back on Monday night, and he's going to compliment Joe Flacco on my other picks for quarterbacks. Look for Steve Smith to get about 80 yards and two touchdowns this week. I like Steve Smith to get in the end zone and take advantage of New Orleans State secondary. Another receiver, obvious guy, A.J. Green. That's my guy. A.J. Green's a good player. He's, good. He's coming along. And Houston secondary is no good. He'll take advantage of Jonathan Joseph. They have a really bad secondary. D.J. Swinger is a slow safety. He looks like a linebacker. He'll take advantage of all those guys. Look for A.J. Green to have a big game. And like I was telling you earlier, I like Alshon Jeffrey. I like Brandon Marshall. I like all the receivers in Tampa and Chicago Green. Like I told you, one of the highest scoring games this week, guaranteed. Super sleeper. I got a super sleeper. Yeah, give me one more before we move on. Super, super sleeper for all those teams that hey, those are obvious picks. Uh, Caldwell from the Broncos. Andrew Caldwell. He's a super sleeper. Considering Emmanuel Sanders and Thomas are out this week and CJ Anderson out of the backfield, like what I was telling you, look for Caldwell to fill in and take advantage of Sanders' opportunities. He's going to get 80 yards this week, he might get 100. If you need somebody, really bad receiver, I I plead with you, pick him up and start him. All Peyton Manning needs is for you to have two hands and two feet and run around, and he'll get you the ball. I mean, come on, it's all connected to Peyton Manning. It's going to happen. Yep. Yep. Caldwell, pick up Caldwell, super sleeper. All right, baby. Okay, so um, that's what Adam's uh, quarterbacks, running backs, and receivers are. What we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and get into um, the bum of the week where Adam gets pissed off at some people. Give me one second. Remember, that which make you can also break you. All right, brother. Why don't you go ahead and run it down and tell me what your bum of who the bum of the weeks are? The bum of the weeks. I got two of them, and they're connected to each other. The first bum of the week. I mean, we've all seen RG three talk. He's been up and down on TV all week so far. RG three, you're a bum of the week because you just don't know how to shut your mouth. You need to realize that first you have to be a superstar to act like a superstar. Let's get things straight. You know, RG3 is out there talking all this about this guy needs to do this, this guy needs to do that. Like, he, this guy's so full of himself. You know, just because you're the second pick overall doesn't mean you have second pickings to call people out over the head coach. You he know seemed, what I'm saying? He, he seems very R- fragile to me. Huh? He seems very fragile to me that he gets hurt a lot. Oh, yeah. I didn't like them. If you, if you listen to the first podcast that I was on, he was talking. I and mean, what I told you is that he was just like, he didn't know how to slide. He, he just, to me, he was very mechanical. Like, he was standing back there. Yeah, he was mobile a little bit. But, I mean, he had he came out and he looked good. He was just on fire. Right. But the second bum of the week that's connected to all this, Augie, Talk to me. is the people that three years ago were uh, stating that RG3 was a better prospect than Andrew Luck. What I want them to do for being the bum of the week this week is to get their hand, open hand, and give themselves a nice little slap across their face because they're full of it. You slap yourself. You're crazy considering that RG3 was a better player than Andrew Luck. Give me a break. You're also the bum of the week. Give me a break. Amen, brother. Slap. All right. You know, it's the first conversation around here ever made any sense. Very nice, Adam. Very nice, brother. You ready to move on? Yep, that's it, man. Are you ready that's to it. move on? I don't know if you're ready to move on. You know, you know oh, we got to do the picks. We're going to do the picks. Let's do it.
All right, so we're going to do the picks a little bit different. We're going to give you the matchups, and then uh, we're going to go over the spread. So let's go into it. We're going to get into the first game, Thursday night, Chiefs at the Raiders. Okay, Chiefs at Raiders. It looks like the Chiefs are seven-point favorites going into Oakland. And you know what? You can probably give them another two touchdowns considering the Raiders have been playing. Chiefs to win and cover the spread. Easy. Nice. Next game, Browns at Falcons. Browns at Falcons. Let's take a look. This is a three-and-a-half-point underdogs for Atlanta. So, basically, the way I see this, they gave them three points because of the home team. Now, Cleveland's not going to cover, but I like Atlanta to win the game. Atlanta. Titans at Eagles. In Philadelphia, 11-point favorite at home. And you know what? I don't think they're going to cover, but they'll win the game. Look for LaShawn McCoy to off against Tennessee. If Bell went for 200, McCoy's going to at least get 100 considering the way he's been playing this year. Eagles. Okay, Detroit at New England. Detroit at New England. This game is interesting. New England is only a seven-point favorite. I love them to cover this at home. I I mean, considering the way they handled last week against Indianapolis made me look bad. I like the Patriots to cover the seven points, win the game, and take sole possession of the AFC and start running away with it. Easy. Okay. Uh, Green Bay at Minnesota. Green Bay at Minnesota. You know what? Like I told you, Green Bay is not going to cover the 10. I'm going to tell you why. They're going to get off to a quick start. Green Bay is going to win the game, but at a 10-point favorite on the road, look for Minnesota to score some junk touchdowns at the end. So, they, so Green Bay doesn't cover, but Green Bay wins the game. Green Bay. All right, we got Jacksonville at Indianapolis, with Indianapolis being a 14-point favorite. Fuck. Two touchdowns. You know what? This game's going to piss you off. Don't take the points. Probably Indianapolis is probably going to win by 13 points. Scary. What's the start? The points start getting that high. Stay away from the game, but pick the Colts to win the game. Stay away from the points, though. Colts. Cincinnati at Houston. Cincinnati at Houston. Houston is a one and a half point underdog on the road. That's very interesting to me. I don't know how they're seeing this game, but the way I see it is that Houston gives up a lot of points in their secondary. Look for Cincinnati to cover Bengals. Uh, New York Jets at Buffalo. New York Buffalo. This game, this game is weird. I would stay away from this game. The spread is is uh, four. Buffalo's already down four points for this game, but I don't know if this game's even gonna happen, considering all the snow. When it's a snow game, I mean, fantasy wise, everything it kind of holds everything up. I want to say the Jets are gonna win this game, and there's gonna be a lot of running. So I mean, I would stay away from this game in all in all. I like the Jets. Tampa Bay at Chicago. Tampa Bay at Chicago. Chicago's five and a half under here on this. I, 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 they're, they're basically favored. They got to they cover those five. I like them to be both. Chicago. Arizona at Seattle. Six and a half points Seattle's got to cover. They're, they're under six and a half. I mean, I like Arizona, but I like Seattle to bounce back. Seattle and the cover. St. Louis at San Diego. San Diego, four and a half under. That that's an interesting game. I, I I don't like San Diego's offensive line blocking against St. Louis. You saw what they did last week against Denver. I think they keep it going against Philip Rivers and they kinda of squeeze the pocket. 
So I like I like St. Louis to to go ahead and and take care of them. They they San Diego won't cover. They won't even win the game. Miami. St. Louis. Okay, Miami at Denver. Denver. Denver's a seven point favorite at home. This game, I, I like them to cover easily. They're, gonna, they're just like that, you know. They're going to cover. All the big teams will cover this week. Denver, easy. Washington at San Francisco. San Francisco nine point nine point favorites at home against Washington. Take the take it. Get, you know, give the points. San Francisco, they'll cover the nine easy. Dallas at New York Giants. Monday night. This game's, I mean, this um, game's interesting right here, Arden. I'm going to tell you why. Everybody's going to go for Dallas. But mm-hmm. you know what? This is what I tell you, and this is why I'm me, and this is why you're you. Well, Dallas, is a, Dallas, Dallas is a favorite by three and a half points. Yeah, yeah, Dallas, but you know what? Dallas is going to lose the game. Washington, New York's going to win. This is one of those games that New York just comes out of nowhere at home and they win the game. Considering the weather's going to be, the way how it's going to play out, some a lot of weird stuff. Tony Romo's gonna turn the ball over, and you know what? He's got a bad back. And you, what happens when you got a bad back in the cold? Yeah, it's, sometimes it's, it's yep. up. Yep. So look for the Giants. Look for the Giants to pull off the W. To get the three points, though they don't need it. They'll win. Giants. Uh, Monday night game: uh, Baltimore at New Orleans. New Orleans is a three-point favorite. I, I like Baltimore. I like Baltimore. Easy. I like them to. You know, they, they don't even need the points. Baltimore with the W. Easy. Alrighty. Okay, so um, that's your picks. The Hey, man, I'm sorry for saying it weird in the beginning because I was going off at of NFL.com where I was saying, like, Chiefs at Raiders. That's how they have it on their website. So I had to switch to another website because it sounded fucking retarded um, to me okay. anyways. But, um, yeah, hold on. Give it to me, baby. Go for it. <laughs> Scared money don't make money, baby. <laughs> 